Talking Travel for our sponsor, Travel on King. Sally Lucas, there are a few places as nice in Australia as the Kimberley. Well, I'm saying that because that's what you're going to talk about, but um, there are plenty of nice places in Australia, but it is very special. I think it is extremely special, Jane. And when people often ask me, like, you know, my favourite place I've ever been to, I always find that a very hard question to answer, but I'd say Antarctica still has to be at number one and Kimberley number two. Um, it's just as special to me as Antarctica, and it's so ancient and so beautiful. Um, but at the moment, as you can imagine, if you've been looking at any of the weather patterns, they've been getting buckets and buckets of rain up north and in Western Australia. Now, our sun's visiting here at the moment, and we've got, what, 40 degrees? You know what it was in Kalgoorlie? You say this is where the world's gone crazy, 18. in the Kim- <laughs> 18 in Kalgoorlie in February. Doesn't make any sense whatsoever, does it? Does it? But anyway, what I thought we'd talk about today too is El Questro, which is in, of course, the top of the Kimberley area, um, closest to Kununurra, and it is a beautiful resort with a whole range of different styles of accommodation, from luxury down down to camping. And it's its 25th anniversary since it actually started. And I thought, well, isn't that interesting? I wouldn't have thought it was that that long. But it started, the history started way back in 1958 when two people took a lease on that very special parcel of land. And it was previously called Spurling's Pocket. And they lodged a pastoral claim and named the property Orquestro for whatever reason they don't actually say. And then several owners later, um, a British aristocrat, Will, and his wife Celia Burrell recognised its potential for tourism and they bought it, which was by then a run-down cattle station in 1991. And back when they discovered it, it took them four hours to drive from Kununurra, the township, and get there. But they said, we were gobsmacked by the beauty. And then they had a vision to provide a destination for anyone who has a sense of adventure while offering them the option of comfort. Now, since then, they've sold again. And Delaware and North Australia Parks and Resorts have taken it over since 2010. So over the past six years, they've developed a whole lot of new experiences there. One's called Buddy's Point Lookout in memory of a local legend, Buddy Tyson. And they've got a sunset tour. And it's really extended their whole El Questro precinct. Um, reintroduced Emma Gorge as a holiday leisure and day trip destination as well. So someone just wants to go in there for the day. They've built three new world-class accommodations named the Cliffside Retreat. Treats at the home at the homestead, and they've also, of course, have got incredible connection with and a strong relationship with the Wanjina Aboriginal people in the Kimberley. They've worked very hard with them to uh, with the native title groups there as well to offer that Indigenous side to your sightseeing there as well. So, as I said, yes, it's got a whole level of different standards of accommodation for those who want to camp to right through to to staying in the beautiful homestead. Now, the station will reopen on the first of April. This year, so you're going to be up there at the end of this wet, so it'll be a fabulous time. I always say that to people, oh, it's so hot and it's this and it's that. But I said, if you're not going to see waterfalls if you go on the dry, it's not going to be a trickle. You know, if you want to see things really happening, you've really got to try and get up there in the wet. Um, so the homestead opens, as I said, and station on the 1st, then Emma Gorge Resort on the 13th of April. Emma Gorge closes 30 September, followed by the rest of the resort on the 22nd of October. But, yeah, just, I think, a fabulous place. And um, The gorges are very spectacular and there's yeah. Aboriginal art there too and some you yes. just get up to the end by water. And it's well, the Aboriginal art, even on the whole Kimberley coast, getting back to that lovely. coastline, is, mm-hmm. is incredible art. It's very different to what you see at Kaka 
could do a very different style of Indigenous art. So, yes, and there's some great, you know, reductions being offered on last-minute, a few last-minute vacancies if people are interested. If you want to cruise the Kimberley at the moment on a couple of the cruise vessels where they're saying it is just thundering, like, you know, Mitchell Falls is stupendous. I mean, it would be just wonderful to see it like that as well. Wouldn't it be astounding? Yeah, it's such a beautiful part of our country. And even if you can't go there now, as I'm saying, try and add it to your bucket list at least some stage in your lifetime, whether you fly there, whether you've got time to do the old grey nomad trip and take months to go over there and back again. But, yeah, it's just spectacular and it's just something that you should really see as a part of Australia. And it's part of the outback, which has its mm. very special addiction, I think. And is. the light and the colour, <laughs> isn't it? I think all of yes. that. Yeah. All of that. All yes. of that. The Kimberley, that's wonderful. Sally Lucas, uh, another great area to go and explore is South America, and you've come up with some really special places. Yes, this is um, five unique destinations they're considered in South America. Now, the first one is probably a country not many people have been to, is Colombia. I think it's often been a little bit misunderstood, if you like, etc. And they're saying, though, it's just got so much to offer. And I had a young friend of ours actually went to, all through South America. He took months, you know, doing the usual trek everywhere. That was his favourite country in the end, was Colombia. So, and we love a good cup of coffee, and it's full of coffee bean plantations Indeed. there. So you can do that as well, which is really great. And they have these traditional wooden houses with brightly coloured balconies and constructed in bamboo as well, which is really different. But it's also, you've got the Kokora Valley there, which apparently is quite spectacular. It's home to hummingbirds and the tallest palm trees in the world. So something very different. And, of course, Colombia has got a rich history. You've got lots of museums and galleries and markets, um, as well as going into this valley, which is a bit of a hike, apparently, if you have to be fairly fit. Um, Medellin is one of your major cities there, which has got scenic cable car rides. It's got world-class cuisine there now, good nightlife. And then in Cartagena, you've got the wonderful cobblestone streets. It's a World Heritage-listed town, which has got the combination of Caribbean splendour and an irresistible old world charm. So just somewhere different to think about if you're going to South America or one of the different places we're going to talk about today. The other is the hidden, they're calling it the hidden Guiana. Now it's one of the lesser known countries. Of course it's only a very small country on the Atlantic Ocean. You've got Suriname next to it on one side to the south and if you like southwestish, it's the big country of Brazil and then you've got Venezuela on the other side. Now it is home, they're saying, to the world's largest single drop waterfall measured by the volume of water flowing over it. So the Angel Falls in Venezuela was always considered the longest single drop from its height point of view, but this is because of the amount of water. The it's called the Kaitur Falls, and it looks absolutely amazing. It's in the Amazon forest, and it's 226 metres or 741 feet high when measured from the plunge of the sandstone that goes over. Um, and as I said, it's got the greatest volume. It's, the, it's considered the most powerful waterfall in the world. I would have thought Iguazu or you know some of the others you see, but it's four times higher than Niagara. And it's twice the height of Victoria Falls as well. Hmm, so it's pretty big it's, as well as it lots is. of water. So there you go. Yeah. Nothing you can do in Guyana or you can always duck across into Venezuela while you're there as well. Why not? We're doing all these little different things today. Uh, there is a group of caves called the Marble Caves in Chile. And it's right on the border of Argentina in Chile and Patagonia. Um, the nearest town is Puerto Tranquillo, or it's not that far 
um, east of it is Perita Marino. So in this area, and it's the Lake General Carrera, and it's, it's a huge lake, but around this lake are these marble caves, which are absolutely amazing. The, the colours and the hues, if you want to Google them, the marble caves, sometimes they're known as the marble cathedral, but you can just go in and have a look, and they are absolutely spectacular. And they are all marble, and they're all different hues, and they reckon they, if they weighed the total weight of all the caves combined, they would be 5 billion tonnes. Wow. So that that sounds amazing, yes. Yeah, that's amazing. Michelangelo would have loved it. He would have, wouldn't he? have carved something well and truly out of that. Now, the other one, which I haven't seen before, is called the Vinicunca, or which is the Quetcha for the Seven Coloured Mountain, and it's located in Cusco, and it's a multicoloured mountain that was formed by erosion. And I've gone and looked at some of the pictures of that, and um, I've only got one in front of me now, which looks like it's greens and yellows and deep burgundies and pinks, but if you go and look at some of the images, there's even oranges, etc. You can't really do it as a one-day trip out of, out of Cusco. It's too far. They said you'd have to leave at three in the morning and, you know, ridiculous. So you really need to do it as a, a couple of days trek um, to go and do that. But I thought, wow, the colours, it's just like someone's painted them. Absolutely spectacular. That's some astounding places to make a, a central point for your central points for your visits to uh, South America. And of course, the last one, which we're probably running out a bit of time for, Jane, no, but no. but it's the the Bolivian Salar de Uni, the Uni Salt Flats, which are the biggest salt flats in the world, and they can be seen from outer space. And they reckon if you go there to get that perspective, it's really you feel like it, it goes on forever. You know, it's really weird the feeling you get. You get to see some unusual photos that people take on these flats, and you can actually stay in hotels that are made totally of salt. <laughs> it was an ancient lake originally, but it dried up and it's been left with this white, pure white salt crust. But they do get unusual. There are, is wildlife there. They get this unusual little creature. looks like a bit like a rabbit. Uh, flamingos, of course, flamingos, different other sorts of bird life. And, you know, but yes, a very interesting place to go to in Bolivia if you've never been there is the, is the salt flats. So and that's fairly high, isn't it? It is. It is. So. And it's, again, it's not easy to get to, but they do run cha- uh, tours sort of out of the town of Uyuni is where you can do it from. But you can get buses from other countries into Bolivia and then you could pick up a tour, which they do in four-wheel drive vehicles and take you on a tour. And they range from anything from like a couple of days to a week, depending on you know how much time you've got and what you'd like to do. So five very different things you can do in South America. It's hot deals time. And what is this, Sally Lucas, in the current travel market? Okay, well, as I was mentioning today, we're talking about the Kimberley, El Questro turning 25. They've got some special offers for this year. Stay four nights or more and you can receive up to 25% off because of the 25th anniversary. Or you get, or plus, sorry, 25% off a helicopter uh, tour to um, some of the falls up there as well. Now, that's valid for travel from 1 April through to 21 October. And at El Questro Station in Emma Gorge, stay three nights at either property and also get 25% off an, at- an activity and a dinner. So there you go. There's something to encourage you to get into that region. Also, there's a great package at the moment with air included from only 9.99 with flights ex Melbourne, Sydney or Brisbane, giving you four nights in Broome with your airport transfers. And then you can just add on extras as you wish. Um, also, with the East Kimberley on the sale, they've also got a package there, which is four nights with air and transfers and that's for up from under $1,200 and that is including um, your time in Kununurra, four nights in Kununurra and again you can add on and do like the bungles or cruise the Ord River. Now these are only available up till the 28th of February by the way, those last ones I've just mentioned. 
Ahoy Buccaneers, they're an incredible cruise company that operate affordable Kimberley cruises, as they call them, which is on a, a sailing vessel. And um, I had some clients actually do it last year, and they were super impressed. It was, was really, really great. Now, if you make bookings by 15 March, and they're doing this really again for 2008 next year but it's on sale till March this year 15 March and they're offering a whole range of cruises like 13 day etc it's, it's like a motor yacht actually it takes 25 guests and of course they're having some wonderful departures for next year where you can get some really great early bird savings and they're also some free post pity and post accommodation on that one so that's all about the Kimberley um, now cruising we've got savings of up to 10% also if you book by 28 February um, on a range of cruises with variety cruises in the areas of like the Dalmatian coast Montenegro, Iceland, Spain Portugal, the Cyclades um, Adriatic, Seychelles so there's some really interesting ones and most of these go round again booked by 28 Feb by the way but these operate up to about October, November this year. Uh, creative Cruising have come up with a lovely itinerary, Canadian Rockies and Glacier Bay. Now this is valid until 5 March to book and it's a departs 3 July. It's 20 nights so you get economy class airfare to Vancouver and then out of Anchorage on the return using Qantas and Delta Airlines and then you get an 11 night panoramic Canadian Rockies guided holiday with um, um, Trafalgar cost saver tours on that so that's really good value for money and then you have two nights in Vancouver and a seven night cruise along the Alaskan coast. So, and that's for under $6,500. So that's a really fabulous um, price structure. Uh, Wendy Wu Tours has got a, a lot of selected tours on their programs into China, Vietnam, etc., and India, where your partner flies free. So subject to availability, and it's on sale until 16 March. So that's a great one as well. Um, Fiji, Lord Howe, etc., uh, and Samoa. There's some great little short packages if you're interested in a quick getaway, five-night packages with airfares. Fiji at the Warwick, it starts from under $1,200. Um, it's a really great airfare sale. It's a saving of over $360 with 40% off accommodation. You get full breakfast daily, all those sort of things. And there's others, as I said, that are going to Lord Howe from under $1,350 for seven nights. You're getting free a free lunch. You're getting airport transfers, etc. A one-bedroom apartment in that one. Samoa, you're getting again return to uh, Arpia with Virgin Australia. 40% off accommodation, which is a saving of over $600 on that one. And that starts from under $12.50. And just a little uh, one for the solo travellers. Rocky Mountaineer, who runs those wonderful train journeys in the Canadian Rockies, they're offering a go solo rate, which just means you only pay the share twin rate instead of the single rate. So that is great for solo travellers. So you just pay what a normal share twin rate would be. Um, so that's a fantastic offer and that's only if you travel though in April or May this year. Hmm. So lots there Jane as usual. Fantastic. Thank you Sally Lucas. Thank you Jane. And we will be talking travel again next Friday. Thanks for listening to this podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle. Topics range from gardening to health, well-being, pet care, finance, business and travel. You'll find them all at 2NURFM.com.